superheroes, archery, a shared universe, extreme violence, the death of a hero, all that and more on this episode of the series finale, all about Arrow. Let's find a show we never seen What's up, kings, queens, folks? Here we are. The boys are back in town. Uh, we talk about the final episode of a show that we've never, never even seen. seen. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. I'm John Paul. And we're here and we're ready to go. Every Sunday night we put out a new episode, but on Thursdays, if you want bonus content, check us out on patreon.com slash series finale. We put out an extra episode, five bucks a month, four hours of sweet-ass content. Check us out on Instagram and YouTube. And the hub. That's right. We're nearing our 100th episode, and we have nearly 100 episodes of bonus content. So if you've ever thought about checking it out, now's a good time to jump on. 100 hours. You could starve to death while listening to the boys. <laughs> Is that how long it takes to starve to death? Not for me. I got oh. a lot of stored energy on my body. Cesar Chavez would go like 30 days at a time. So. Really? 30 days without eating? Yeah. But Hon- drinking hunger water. Strikes. Well, he's drinking something. <laughs> you impugning Cesar Chavez? No, I'm not. I kind of like Cesar Chavez, but I don't love Cesar Chavez. That's not the T-shirt guy, right? <laughs> it's Che Guevara. That's yeah, that's Che Guevara. Who's Che Cesar Chavez used to work for the United Farm Workers, so he did. Uh, we're kind of too young, but John Paul, you might remember. Do you remember a table grape strike in the '90s? No. People were supposed to stop <laughs> no. stop buying table grapes to protest the conditions of farm workers in hmm. California. Okay, that I mean, sounds like it would direct your like affect your family directly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as th- if there were no coffee cake strikes, I w- I didn't hear about it. You know, table grape strike. Is very low on my priority list, but if they come after like Entenmann's products of any kind, <laughs> eclairs, <then laughs> that's my that go-to. That Whenever is? somebody says, "Oh, bring something to the party," I always say, "I'll bring an Entenmann's eclair." Ooh. Why? Because it's unique and people like it. Have you, you ever had really? People always are happy if you pull up with Entenmann's. Have you ever had sex with a girl named Claire? Ooh, that's a good question. Actually, maybe you should think about it. I haven't, but I have had sex with an eclair. <laughs> Feels a real good, right on your poon. I feel like low-income people would be happy with Entenmann's eclairs, but kind of rich people would be pissed if you rolled up. <laughs> if you rolled up with some like cheap-ass, yeah. you know, bodega baked goods. That's Re- annoying because I my family that was uh, my grandfather would bring us eclairs and we'd like get to cut them down the middle together. I bet you, on average, if you look at like. The average number of feet per American. Wait, yeah. you're obsessed with this thing, <laughs> feet per American? <laughs> it's, it's usually it's 1.8, <laughs> if you want to know, thanks to this fucking Iraq war. It's meant to, <laughs> this is meant to be a, debi- a diabetes reference. I, I was going to say, I bet statistically significantly people who eat Entenmann's eclairs have like <laughs> .0001 Less feet. Oh, damn. We made the same joke. That's probably true, for sure. You're definitely going to lose a foot if you eat an Entenmann eclair. Yeah. This might count as libel. Entenmann's might be after (laughs) us. (laughs) What's your favorite, uh, like, Hostess, Entenmann's, Drake's product? 
Dude, the coffee cakes are so good. I love those. But I got to give it up to just the standard powder donuts. Dude, oh, oh, we had really some good. of those recently. The, the boys donut. had some recently. <laughs> yeah, uh, those are we really were, good. When we were doing a recording session. And yeah. you like the powdered donuts because the hole is just big enough for your <laughs> penis, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I my one of my girlfriends, she had heard that it was a hot Cosmo tip to eat a donut off your man's <laughs> penis, but I can't I can't hang with a donut, so a donut works really well. Wait, do you actually pr- pronounce them powdered donuts? Yeah, because they're smaller than donuts. Yeah. It's not I, a donut. I, I always call them powdered donuts until right now. No, no, they're donuts. They're donuts. <laughs> Uh, okay. You've been misgendering these donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they call Munchkins donuts? Because it's they're a different product. It's not the same thing. Well, you know that the the what's the Tom's place up north? <laughs> the Dunkin' Donuts of Canada. Timmy oh, Hortons. Tim, Tim Hortons. Hortons yeah. yeah, they call them Timbits. Oh, really? So, really? <laughs> so Tim's sounds bits weird. were donuts. <laughs> Tim's bits, like his balls. Yeah, like his his balls were Tim's donuts. Tim's bits. Yeah. Tim's bits. Dude, if you go on a Canada subreddit, or if you go to a Canadian and you t- ask about Tim Hortons, they always start shit. It'd be like, it's so horrible now. It sucks. It's it used to be great. Why? How did it get bad? I don't know. That's the. I don't know exactly, but they get pissed. Justin like, Trudeau. When <laughs> when Rob Ford was global prime minister of Canada, it just tasted better. Yeah. I don't know. No, uh, you could be like, if you had like a bathroom, there could be a donut. There could be a donut. Yeah. <laughs> and then the gender neutral would say, we don't care what your Timbits are. <laughs> <laughs> Just wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so people might be asking, what does this have to do with the television show we watch? And that's actually a great question. We watch the show Arrow. Arrow. And this show sucks so much cock. There is really no reason to talk about it at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> great great sort of uh, contribution to the podcast, Jack. <laughs> okay. So all right. Let me start us off because I know the most about this show. You do. Before, you'll, you'll do the broad strokes breakdown. Let me give a little okay. um, the, the background strokes. Context? No, the canvas. The okay, back canvas. Sure. Okay. CW show. Yeah. I found that interesting. Show okay. that was on the CW, <laughs> uh, which was which was the it's uh it's sort of a it's descended from the WB network Warner, Warner Brother Warner Brother, Warner Brother. <laughs> and maybe I should have warned a brother that this show was so bad. Did you know it was gonna be bad? I knew that it would not be to your guys' taste. <laughs> it was rough, but it did. You know what uh, show was also CW that we loved recently? No, no, no. Oh, but back in the day, actually, an older show. Was um with that one with the wolves, Teen Wolf. Yes. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Yes. <laughs> See, Teen Wolf was a fun show with the supernatural twist. Yeah. And had a lot of um interesting little points. Teen in it. Wolf was famously beloved by the Latino community. Yes, Latino <laughs> boys. I, I don't feel that this had the same Latino appeal, but maybe you can speak to that, John. This had a more. So this was an eight. Appeal. This was an eight-season uh, CW show. Ocho. Eight seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Eight seasons about a vigilante superhero, and it be it is probably the most successful one of the most successful superhero shows of all time. Really, in that it went eight seasons, but it also spawned numerous spinoff shows, right. including The Flash, including Supergirl, including Heroes of Tomorrow. I think I might be leaving a couple out. <laughs> it's insane how many spinoffs this had. It's from the DC universe, DC which is universe, important, right? Yeah. In this world of Marvel movies, DC right. is quarantined to the CW <laughs> network. 
<laughs> why is that? Because why is Marvel considered cooler than DC? I, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, their movies t- uh, have been more, I'd say, critically well received. But some people like these. I mean, one people liked Wonder Woman. It was cool. Uh, <laughs> Gal Gadot is Gal Gadot. Is, yeah, it, it, got, it was received well, and Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is very sexy. What about Birds of Prey? That's out right now, right? Well, critically well received, but apparently underperforming at the box. I office. saw a lot of Facebook statuses that said women are in this. We need to go see it. They're and, right. Uh, They're right. Did, but you, did you guys see it? Let no. me see your ticket stubs. No, no. <laughs> I'm fucking misogynist. I, I do not support. No, it's the opposite. I will not. If oh. I went to see Birds of Prey, it would be misogynist. It would be holding women to a lower standard, <laughs> right? That's why the same reason I didn't see Black Panther personally, it would have been racist for me to change my stance, which is I will never see a superhero movie, <laughs> so I need to treat all races and genders the well, same. Well, some would call that an example of equality. What you need to be thinking of is equity Ooh, and you know yes. helping a, helping a brother up, you know, yeah, or brother up. But what I like to think of because they recently edited that famous meme on the internet where it's the people are standing yeah, by the boxes. Yeah. by the fence. I, I'll go for the third panel, justice, which is remove the source of oh. inequity, which is stop producing garbage <laughs> superhero content. That's wow. what I'm pulling for is true justice, where all people of all races are no longer subject to the horrors of superhero <laughs> movies. <laughs> this actually leads us right into, I think, a perfect jumping off point for a meme minute. Oh, oh yeah. yes. So yes. you say perfect jumping off point. You got a meme for us? Yeah. Um, I got one for you. Okay, I got one for you. <laughs> uh, black power fist. Yes. Okay. White power fist. Yes. Of course, what I mean to say is black and white muscle handshake. Yep. What are they coming to go over? Go, go over? All right, so uh, black power, <laughs> black arm, <laughs> Uh, black arm is DC content. White arm, Marvel content. Yeah, coming together, coming over. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was just gonna go with the classic. Hey, let's uh, let's put Arrow on. I I'm a head out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there was a new meme form that I had become. Okay, all right, okay. all right. Um, regular brain. Yep. Regular brain. Uh, a semi-automatic. Uh, okay. Assault rifle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Galaxy brain, uh, Glock pistol, okay. Universe brain, bow and arrow. Wow. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty good. The ultimate gentleman's weapon. Right. Okay, I got one. Um, LinkedIn, Robin Hood. Okay. Wait, what does this mean? The, Link- the Dolly LinkedIn. Parton LinkedIn Facebook. <laughs> oh, LinkedIn, yeah, I got you. Robin Hood. Facebook, Green Arrow. Okay. Damn, was that the guy? Yeah. Okay. Tinder, the guy from Marvel that shoots the bow and arrow. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yep. Nice. And there's a fourth one. Yeah. Facebook. It's uh, Instagram. Instagram. Um, <laughs> Dick Cheney with his gun shooting his <laughs> friend. <laughs> Could have gone with William Tell as another famous archer. Damn. <laughs> All right. You remember the meme of the lady who walks out in the suit jacket going like this? <laughs> You know that meme? No, dude. That's like a silly <laughs> meme. All right. No. So, uh, so the title is um, uh, Marvel. Ha ha. All our shows are on in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> DC. Uh, we're going to make stories, too. And then lady comes walking out. <laughs> what the fuck is this meme? <laughs> if you, if you guys listen. 
TW. We have a we have a Facebook fan page, a Facebook group. If you're listening to this, please try to figure out what meme <laughs> Zach know, is talking it's about. It's the one where the lady walks out and she's like shaking her hands and looking goofy. It's a white lady with like a Karen haircut. Yeah. She's wearing like is a this blazer. one of your good guy Greg memes <laughs> no. from like 2008? No, this is like 2014. Okay, what about um? All right, The Rock's driving the car. Okay. Yes. Uh, he's on his way. He's like, oh, shit, let's, uh, let's put on a television show. Occasional Cortex <laughs> in the second <laughs> panel. Let's put, on re- let's put on Arrow. Why did she talk like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Arrow, then The Rock, looking disgusted. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Huh. What about, um, I also had another one, Distracted Boyfriend. Yep, wandering eye boyfriend. Wandering eye boyfriend. I want to be exact with <laughs> right. the name. Wandering eye boyfriend. The WB is the one. Is the guy. The WB yeah. is the okay. guy. Okay. Wandering eye boyfriend. Girlfriend. Girlfriend next to him. Arrow, looking over his shoulder. Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. I thank like you. that idea. Yeah, thank you. That's pretty good. I think that probably sums up the meme minute. Yeah, that's what a great meme minute. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh let me th- let me give you guys a broad strokes breakdown of the final episode of Arrow, the show mm. that spawned a bajillion spin-offs. A bajillion. Oliver Queen is a billionaire industrialist turned vigilante superhero who specializes in using a bow and arrow to protect yeah. his city. Yes, Queen. He, he has since died and become the spirit of vengeance known as the Spectre. His spirit lives on, oh. but his body has passed away. And now uh all of his superhero buddies gather together to give him a funeral and reflect on the past. I truly did not get that. They also the tried to go on a mission in his remembrance. In their his son, I was pretty confused too. His son got stolen, so he or his daughter or son. People are going in and out of, of timeline. Time Dude, I think his daughter is from the future. I don't yeah, know that for sure, yeah. but I think that's it's Wait, crazy. Who is Spectra? Spectre. Spectre is uh I just recognize this from comic books, but Spectre is quote unquote the spirit of vengeance. It's like the spiritual being that's super powerful in DC Universe, and it takes different humans inhabit the Spectre. Did we see the Spectre in the Just show? in the previously on? Oh, okay. There's a black guy who's like uh he's, he's sort of Diggle. That's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Diggle <laughs> Diggle, he uh, sort of is like, he's the narrator of the whole episode, basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I did find that, why does, do they ever explain why any of these superheroes like to use the, the bow? Like, no, I mean, the, why? In, in, the, in Green Arrow's origin story, he's like, he's stranded on a, like a, he's like a rich kid, he's a billionaire, but then he gets stranded on a, like an, an island, mm. and he learns to become deadly with the bow. Why uh. is it so common that superheroes are millionaires and billionaires? Bruce Wayne? Because they're white male power fans. But what's the, what's <laughs> the, what, no, but it's a weird, like, trying to make billionaires nice. Um, I don't. I don't really get it. I, I think. Th- I, think it, I really think it is just like it would be sweet to be rich. That's yeah. really what this I think it is. This is what I would do if I was rich. I would get six pack abs uh, yeah. and beat up and beat up fucking petty muggers. vagrants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and the, the mayor is involved, and they make a beautiful statue for him. I thought the statue was so ugly. Oh, I loved the statue. I mean, you could tell it was really cheap, and they didn't like put a lot the of sentiment effort was into it. The but it would be a cool ass statue. To if have I could go to like take a photo at the to Green Star Arrow City? statue, right. I would. He also, the the Arrow dude, the 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 good guy, 
He murders like hundreds of henchmen in this episode. It is wild. I don't know personally if in the show Arrow kills people all the time. I have not watched an episode of this show, but I did watch like five seasons of the spinoff show, The Flash. Really? Which Arrow <laughs> appeared on several times. <laughs> well, well, who was The Flash about? Flash Gordon? No, it's about the Flash, the character that runs really fast. Oh, and the right. Flash is in this episode. He's the guy. He's at the funeral. Which is a lamer ability, arrow shooting or running fast? Uh, arrow shooting definitely, because the Flash can run like you know, like, can, like a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, faster than Usain Bolt. No, do he's think, a white man. <laughs> do you think we support Flash, black excellence. If the Flash transitioned, he would be able to go to a girls' high school track meet. <laughs> Big country. You guys want to dig into it? No. Wait. Is there a new ongoing controversy? There, a group of female athletes are suing various organizations oh. because transgender women are being allowed to compete. No, I don't have a stance on this. I just think it's coward. Funny that people get so upset. <laughs> coward. You coward out. Wait. Do you have you a stance? I don't. I'm not a high school well, athlete. I, I, I got a new me. Uh, controversial. Hey, let's talk about something controversial. Zach Rizal. I I'm ahead. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I don't care at all. I, I absolutely care. I think that these transgender women are women, and they should be fucking dominating every <laughs> fucking sport. These dumb, naturally cis bitches try to compete in. Oh, it's gonna be fucking great. Yeah, I'm kind of down with it. It's kind of fun <laughs> just to think about like. An all-trans, like, girls basketball team just dunking. <laughs> just absolutely dunking. <laughs> like, that's kind of fun. And uh, and just, like, these women with tears in their eyes, like, wanting to complain, but knowing that if they do, their ass is Right. I love this sort of, co- like, it's tough. It's, it's a real <laughs> tough position to be in. Think of some of these parents that are, like, so excited for their cis daughter to, like, grow up and, like, throw the javelin and then just getting <laughs> fucking trounced you know just like absolutely dominated but who care like you know your parents he doesn't i mean yeah i don't care i, I, think does, I don't care but if you, you will care though in oh like dude if my daughter's years, getting beaten down by some transgender you will wrestler, care. You'll, I'll be be like, the, well. you'll be at the school assembly you'll say something crazy and then you're like <laughs> <laughs> what do i care you know it's fine it's yeah fine. no i'll say uh you know, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. Dead naming the kid athletics. as you walk out of the PTA meeting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good good match, Brad. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what they call it? Dead naming? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a probably a future uh comic book hero. Dead, Dead namer. <laughs> Dead name. He just goes around and he uses trans trans names. He just refuses to use proper pronouns. Dude, he would be a big time villain. The yeah. biggest villain in the fucking universe. We should pitch this to Marvel Dead DC. Name? Dead name is the new Thanos. Dude, I love it. Um, um so broad so strokes. How far, oh, I how far is the lawsuit going though? I'm I'm a little interested. Uh I do not know. I saw it on Reddit and uh of course you which we, of course the subreddit was most popping was the Joe Rogan podcast uh. subreddit. <laughs> they go nuts over the trans <laughs> issue. Dude. Oh, they can't get yeah. enough. They because Joe Rogan is like Fallon Fox is bad, transgender athletes are bad. It's like whatever. But again, he said mm. that once when it was asked to him. It's not like every episode he opens, This is the Joe Rogan podcast. Hope you took your neurotropics <laughs> and I just want to say <laughs> screw Fallon Fox. <laughs> I bet he would have her on the show, you know? Probably would. Uh, maybe. He doesn't have a lot of women on the show though. Mm. Hey, it's he's not obligated to. Yeah. Dude, uh, there you go again. 
right, I'm gonna head out. No, I I take <laughs> umbrage. <laughs> I kidding. take umbrage with people who say I think there should be equal representation in government. Okay. Yeah. Joe Rogan doesn't have to diversify <laughs> his podcast. He made it up. If right. you wanted more diverse podcasts, make your own. Yeah. Right. Become right. Joe Rogan. That's why we have the most diverse podcast. Yes. Yeah. We do. There you go again. It's about equity. Not equality. You're oh. so obsessed with <laughs> equality, but it's about equity. No, I'm actually am an but equity guy, but I. You can know. you imagine though the judge that this case is going to come up against? He's going to be so annoyed that he got stuck with it. <laughs> you know, dude, he doesn't care. The He's judge on his wife. He doesn't. <laughs> he wishes he could have been a congressman, but he right. had to be a judge. He's got some corrupt sunglasses coming in. <laughs> You know, nobody in this country cares about anything. You that's know? true. That's true. No one has ever been insulted because something wasn't like up to their intellectual par. What happened in to country, the you know? to the powdered wig from the judge? They still you they still wear it in England, but not over here. Over here, you just use a powdered merkin. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pubic hair wig. If you guys yes. didn't know, do you think if a judge, you think a judge, if you think if you were a judge, you would be allowed to wear the powdered wig, or you think it's like disallowed or just frowned on or just out of style? I think it would <laughs> depend on cultural appropriation. I think English people could say when we wear the powdered wig, <laughs> we're treated with harassment and it's called ghetto. And so these Americans, they want to wear right. the powdered wig, and it's a cool, new, trendy statement. That's a good point. George Washington did not wear a powdered wig. He just. Uh, powdered his own hair. Oh. Ben Franklin wore a raccoon fur hat in lieu of a powdered wig when he was chilling in France. That's, That's right. Yeah, he, he did that with that design to make himself seem like a like a like a like a frontiersman. Yeah, frontier backwoodsman. Even though he was fucking from Philadelphia. He's a tough guy from the south side of Philly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eating hoagies, cheesesteaks, going to Wawa's. <laughs> Wawa? Have you been to Wawa? No, I I, I have once. respect for Ben Franklin. The way I treat Philadelphia is if it wasn't here when Franklin was living on Market Street, I won't go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I got the sense in the show from all of Arrow's, like, is his name Arrow? Yeah. Green Arrow. Green Arrow. All of Green Arrow's Mr. acquaintances. Mr. Green Arrow. In Mr. Green Arrow's friends and family. MX yeah. Green Arrow, <laughs> if you want to be polite. <laughs> I didn't get the sense that any of these people were, like, super fans of him, you know? They I think he was. I think he um, on the Flash. He's always like so. Flash. He's always like dark and brood. He's like Batman on the on when he's on the Flash because he's like dark yeah. brooding. He always has a plan. He has a ton of gadgets. Right. Whereas the Flash just has like superpowers. Right. This guy. He doesn't have a superpower. Green Arrow. Right. No. He's just. He's just real a good with a bow and guy arrow. Guy with a bow and arrow. Which is just. I mean, it's you got Green Arrow. You got Hawkeye. It's like a frequent thing in superhero. It's comics. so dumb too because literally about a hundred henchmen try to shoot him. And it's just so bad. Dude, I think that I think I used to watch action TV when I was younger. I loved Buff the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. It blows my mind how far it's come since I was younger. Because like it's come the far. action scenes are like incre I mean, you might think it's dumb, but they're like shot incredibly well. They're fucking really cool looking yeah, to me. Yeah, they were all right looking. I mean, Green Arrow is like taking people out. He's kicking them. He's like flying up with like a grappling hook, and it just blows me. It's incredible to me. <laughs> It's great, <laughs> but great the, action but, scenes. But okay, that's fine. But I can't understand why they haven't figured out a way to make henchmen a little more ability, like give them a little more ability. Why do you care about the henchmen so much? <laughs> I care because it just looks so stupid. They like, first of all, I have empathy for the henchmen because yeah, right. it's insane. They're literally just working Blackwater, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm just cashing checks. I make sixty k a year. 
they yeah. match my four hundred one k. It's good. And you gotta and then, fight Green Arrow. Yeah, and then right. Green Arrow shooting you in the head with an arrow. <laughs> just some vigilante, you know. It's not even like the FBI breaking down the door. You know, it's just some dickhead with a fucking hood on. So, <laughs> so you feel that henchmen and paid mercenaries should be allowed to kill people because they're doing it for a paycheck, but no one should kill them because they're just trying to feed their. If family. you're in a they, union, you're okay. <laughs> yes, dude. And these guys aren't killing anybody. They're literally just walking up and down grates. <laughs> right. You know. Right. They're like right. they're guarding crates, and if Green Arrow just was like maybe a little more um, stealthy, stealthy, then he wouldn't have to shoot these dudes in the head. It's not like these dudes well, are going to look for that, him. That would have been possibly offensive to Native Americans if Green Arrow used a bow and arrow and was also walked silently. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and you really want to piss him off if he used every part of their <laughs> dead bodies. <laughs> I, I think, and he just has a Warren twenty twenty sticker <laughs> on his quiver. <laughs> so that because like I I found it interesting when they were having his like eulogy scene when they were going around and talking about the way that they uh, he affected their lives none of them have like that crazy of a positive thing to they say usually about s- yeah diggle starts out with being how much you didn't like him and then yeah how much you yeah. Did like well, him. yeah i like that though I'm do you think like, that's a good move at a funeral to like well, be what, brutally honest what about happens your at funerals no. like i'm very close <laughs> with my family right but there are a lot of american families that take the texture of like wicked old grandpa from Italy who doesn't speak any English and no one really knows who he is. And then what happens when he dies? Like, what do people say about that man? That they, you know... Do they go? Do they read a eulogy? They just like he loved his family you know, and he watched news a lot. <laughs> like, what do they say about that guy? Because there are a lot of people, like you know, people born in the country. I'll talk about the foreign country. People, the old country. People born in the old country before <laughs> 1950 had lives that were so difficult they didn't necessarily have personalities, right? Yes. So yes. a lot of people they didn't have this cool, fun guy. What do they say <laughs> at the funeral? Hardworking, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selfless. And, but for the women, it gets easier because for the old grandma that nobody could understand, like she loved to cook. She right? loved Her to passion cook. was cook. <laughs> she loved it. But it would be better if family, like if they had the best friend go up and just be like, she loved to cook. You should have heard what she had to say about Jews. <laughs> you know? I'm just saying. And then to throw little teasers like that. You know? So you think it's not a good idea to be that brutally honest at a funeral awake? Uh, it would be interesting. Would yeah. you? What, what would you want someone to say about you? Hung. <laughs> uh, I have actually given a, a eulogy for Su- uh, Get out oh, really? of here. Before we, but before we uh, we all talk about the eulogy, we probably should play the clip we have, which is of that eulogy. Oh, oh we yeah, totally. We'll play that clip of this eulogy. The Oliver that I met eight years ago is not the one that we say goodbye to today. Oliver always told me that in order to save his city, he had to become someone else. He had to become something else. I always thought that meant becoming the Green Arrow, but today I realized that meant becoming a better man. The best man he knew how to be. And he took all of us with him on that journey. He changed everything. Oliver brought heroes into the world. He inspired heroes. He inspired all of us here. I was his brother. And Oliver Queen was mine. Of course, life will go on. 
always does. But how, what twists and turns it will take, I can't say. I don't know what the future holds. Except to say expect the unexpected. gone, but his mission endures. That mission lives on. Oliver lives on in the people he inspired. Some will take that mission to the rest of the world. Maybe even beyond that. So, yeah, it's just like a nice little thing, but it's not over-the-top nice, I didn't think. Oh, the sound mixing is over-the-top. Yeah. Uh, I hope nobody's <laughs> eardrums are blown out as the motorcycle and plane <laughs> flew overhead. I felt like I was in East Boston at Tommy O'Deed's mother's kitchen table. <laughs> so I've actually had to give the eulogy at a uh, uh, at a superhero's funeral before. Really? really? Yes. Um, I actually have it right here. We are gathered here today to mourn the loss of Hal Jordan. Mm. Others mm. knew him as the Green Lantern. Nice. The Green Lantern protected us from bad guys with his awesome powers and his laid-back attitude. <laughs> he was also a crusader in the Human Rights Department and had a resurgence in popularity when he came out of the closet in 2012. <laughs> but with great gay power came great gay responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> there were times I questioned whether or not he would be able to handle that sort of responsibility. He managed, though, to not only win karaoke and be the only gay man in many bridesmaids parties, but he always managed to take down Sinestro Archenemy, <laughs> who was his arch nemesis and constantly <laughs> trying to blow up the universe. <laughs> Sinestro, though, did let the universe know, though, that he was supportive of the Green Lantern coming out of the closet. And that he had hated him and all humans long before he knew the Green Lantern was gay. <laughs> Sinestro, arch enemy, was not a homophobe. Nice. Unfortunately, the Green Lantern got caught up in the apps. <laughs> and the casual sex that so many young men fall into when they finally get the freedom to be themselves. He was out a lot having anonymous hookups with fanboys. He met... Uh, as he met a man online that went by magic and I remember when Green Lantern <laughs> came home he was all excited he thought he found the one unfortunately all he found was HIV oh my god <laughs> and then eventually AIDS <laughs> wow. oh my god his Jeez. powers they did include self rejuvenation but that was only for red blood cells his white blood cells were massacred <laughs> We love you, Green Lantern, and may you rest in hell with all the other superheroes. <laughs> oh, wow. what are you now? Were, was anyone offended because Hal Jordan is Green Lantern, but Alan Scott is a different Green Lantern? He's the gay one. <laughs> uh, trans <laughs> wrong funeral. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they booed me off the stage. <laughs> uh, I I gave a eulogy for a superhero as well. Actually, yeah. uh, I eulogized Nell Wilson. 
Nell Wilson, a.k.a. Fat Mama, was a good woman <laughs> whose catchphrase, saving the world one donut at a time, gave hope to the three quarters of Americans who are overweight or obese and gave them the idea that they could save the world without doing any work, the same way that they like to diet. This was the kind of motivation that Americans need. Even though Fat Mama was a wonderful woman, a single mother, an online sales rep, and runner-up <laughs> on Stan Lee's reality television show, Who Wants to Be a Superhero? <laughs> oh, that's right. She had haters. <laughs> Those close to her had thought for years that we would lose her to diabetes, cancer, or driving under the influence of turkey sandwiches or any other <laughs> number of obesity-related deaths. Unfortunately, we lost her this week in a hate crime. A hate crime that is not considered a protected class in the United States of America. Famed fat phobe and personal trainer, and if we're being completely honest, very sexy lady, Jillian Michaels, <laughs> bludgeoned fat mama to death <laughs> last week in o Oslo, Norway at Greta Thunberg's Nobel Peace Prize ceremony. Whoa. Jillian had thought that fat mama was her sworn enemy, Lizzo. <laughs> to, be to be fair to Jillian Michaels, Fat Mama was with an old man on the Vin Minnesota Vikings, Adrian Peterson. Wow. Who, upon seeing the savage beating that Jillian put down on Fat Mama, he invited Jillian Michaels to come co-parent his children. <laughs> <laughs> Greta was unfazed by the beatdown. In fact, she saw it in practical terms. She changed her speech and extemporaneously said that all humans should consider suicide, and if they are too cowardly for that, homicide, because our, ca our carbon footprints are too big. <laughs> she then gave her Nobel Peace Prize to Jillian Michaels for her murder. Wow. Oh, my God. But it hurts to see those that we love awarded with... It hurts to see the people <laughs> who hurt who we loved awarded with accolades. We love Fat Mama. You're doing great. As many of you know, <laughs> Fat Mama and I had a romantic relationship for years. <laughs> <laughs> and I will miss her candor, her do-it-herself attitude, and her sense of humor. Fat Mama never took reality TV or life too seriously. <laughs> we will never forget Fat Mama. And we have erected this life-size golden <laughs> calf, a seven-foot statue of an obese calf muscle, <laughs> to stand as a reminder Whoa. to her beautiful body and spirit. Wow. wow. That's such a nice... In power, Fat Mama. <laughs> <laughs> did ha uh, did uh, Fat Mama have a uh, a sidekick, um, Half Mama, and he he <laughs> saved the per the world one donut at a time. Okay, he could have. Yeah, yeah come on. It was almost uh, there. I'm, I'm not ready to joke about Fat Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, remember when I gave a eulogy for a superhero. <laughs> this is how it went. Uh, it's a bittersweet day when the superhero community has to gather together like this. It's good to share fellowship, to support each other, and to share info that keeps our city safe from crime. But it's sad that it seems like the only time this happens is when one of us falls in the line of our calling. It's amazing to see the turnout of support in the superhero community during this trying time. You all know me. I may have been born John Paul, but here I'm known as BDI, or Big Dick Incinerator. And I beat up men. I beat up men whose penises I deem too large, and I set them on fire. But there are so many more superheroes who have come here to mourn. There's Remy Sonic. 
We all remember Jared Remy. We all remember Jared Remy when you had a prison accident and got sound wave powers and took your new name. Now nobody can stop you. And of course, Remy Sonic, you brought your sidekick, Jailbait, your cellmate, Jared Fogel, who you also busted out of prison. There's the crime-fighting dwarf, Amy Roloff, as her alter ego, Little Person Big Pain, and her husband, Matt Roloff, the tiny tipsy terror who gets hammered and drunkenly runs over criminals in his SUV. Also here is Rosario Dawson in her crime-fighting persona, The Mystery Queer. Of course, I could never forget about two amazing superheroes who came to pay their respects today. Jack Burke has spent years protecting Shrewsbury from an influx of a certain kind of Asian into the town. He's known as Dyslexo, the superhero who cannot read. He often has a big D on his chest, and I'm not talking about his gay-ass costume. Then there's Zach Brazau, the Portuguese-American hero of Situate Mass. Zach has for years fought for the rights and dignity of fellow hardcore foot fetishists as <laughs> sole survivor. <laughs> and now nobody in Situate dares wear closed-toe shoes in town in case sole survivor wants to jerk one out. <laughs> We're all gathered here today to celebrate the ultimate superhero who gave his life to the cause, the Conserver who always knew to save a little something for later. Oh. He was also known as renegade cop Ricky Ray Rector, who himself <laughs> killed a police officer and was executed by Bill Clinton in the 90s, making him a very early Yas Queen. I stand here and grieve with all of you for the conserver, but as I think Ricky Ray has died and returned several times in podcast lore, I doubt this will be the last we'll see of him. Wow, dude. Incredible. <laughs> that was a sad-ass funeral. I remember <laughs> It was really sad, but it was also a little disturbing. Zach couldn't stop jerking up. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't have let him have bare feet. Yeah. Casket. <laughs> yes, Ricky Ray's a bare feet. funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, Green Arrow. Um, what do you guys think happened in the show? I have no idea. We saw an arch enemy who was confronted on a roof. Yes. He had done eight years in prison. I don't know prison. who that was. I liked the scene, though, because yeah. this woman was going to kill him. Then she finds out Green Hour didn't kill him, so she spares him, but sends him back to jail. Right, yeah. but she al- he also does eight years for human trafficking, which I thought Dude, was a light sentence. That might be a heavy sentence. People really? might be out here doing... What did Bob Kraft do for human trafficking? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. The original R. Kelly meme. Do you think that, that might have been the original, our original fascination with memes, was the idea of... Bob Kelly and or Bob and R. Kelly in the same traffic. <laughs> I, made, I made the meme. It was a split screen with R. Kelly on the phone from trap to the closet. Yeah, we should that that was an or yeah that we, we could have interpreted that as a uh, rock and occasional cortex meme. Right, oh, right. That that's is. about traffic and driving. <laughs> so oh oh I got one, I got one. Ready? <laughs> We're going back to the so mix. This <laughs> yes. Okay. So top panel. Bob Kraft in a car. Bottom panel is R. Kelly in an open-top convertible on the phone. Yeah. Bob Kraft is saying, yo, Robert, what's up with all this traffic? R. Kelly, that green arrow turned red. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really That's good. That's really dude. good, dude. Wow. <laughs> Damn, that is pretty yeah. good. So this, uh, this show, yeah, I was confused at what was going on. Yeah, this was a hard one to watch. I was disturbed that he uh, murdered so many people and was supposed to be the good guy. Because in this show, you have no context, really, for all the murders he commits. But he is the good guy. 
then it's sort of just people like there was one annoying subplot of one of the superheroes is like, oh, we broke. I broke up with that chick in like last season, and um, now we're, <laughs> now we're now, then they're on the hunt for this guy that's stolen the son. Ooh, that's all very hard to follow. I understand, but basically the 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 good guys are on the hunt. Is that the guy? The, the guy who wears the red hood. Yes, the red hood, and he turns to the lady friend. He's like, hey, in the middle of this uh, manhunt, I just gotta let you know, like, I'm sorry, I broke up with you, and like. I was thinking, like, maybe we could get married. And he proposes <laughs> mid-man. He didn't even break up. He ghosted her. He ghosted he her, yeah. He just disappeared. But I I think that the, the mid-man hunt proposal I is, be- like, the tackiest way Dude, to propose. I believe that... That's may- why um, Tamerlan was on the ground, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tamerlan and I was proposing? I wow. believe <laughs> the character that is wearing red... Maybe the character Arsenal, who did in the comics get HIV from intravenous no. drug use. No. I'm dead serious. Dude, and his superpowers couldn't save him. Huh? His superpowers could not save he him. He was m- deadlier than ever. <laughs> he used a bow and arrow. Oh, wow. Oh, the, the chaser. And he goes around, you know, <laughs> finding guys chasing the bug. <laughs> and his arch nemesis. AIDS Mary. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. So when you have Arsenal who's HIV positive, maybe it's a good thing he ghosts your ass, you know? Right. He she sort of dodged the proverbial bullet. She dodged the arrow. Yes. She dodged the arrow. <laughs> have you guys ever fired a bow and arrow? I yes. have. Yeah. In class. We used to have like gym class. We used to have archery. I bought. Do you guys remember when oh I bought right. bow? When I bought a, a bow and arrow, two dollar <laughs> child's bow and arrow, like a Martin. Dude, it was like I bought like a twenty dollar one and a thirty one. I had for a while. I had two. I had two <laughs> different bow and arrow sets in my van. Dude, in your van, you had a two different sets of bow and arrows. If so, if a cop like actually looked in your your van, they would be concerned. They'd be dead, is what they'd be. Because <laughs> they, they they roll up. They go, oh, just one second, officer. Let me gra- uh, let me just grab my ID. I'm back there with the bow and arrow, waiting for them. <laughs> To like stick their head back and thump, <laughs> dead, just like Green Arrow, just like Green Arrow, dude. Can you imagine dude. how disturbed you would be? You live in the suburbs. Some man in a van is parked outside of your family home, and all you see is him. Like he's got a lawn chair next to the van, and he also has a bone arrow. Just be like thrown, like t- playing around with it. It's so disturbing. I ended up giving both bow and arrow sets away eventually. to the, the local boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I went to uh, this party with my ex-girlfriend. It was like a swap party where you give away stuff that you don't want. Yeah. Wife swap, ga- a key party? <laughs> <laughs> I gave away the bow and arrow. Uh-huh. And one guy, most people, I, it was like you could swap out. I remember this girl was like, this is so weird. And the guy was like, I want that. Yeah, dude. It's a big hit. <laughs> it is cool. I yeah. agree. I, I was got pretty good on the bow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as good as, could you have been Green Arrow? I w- could have been better than Green Arrow. I really believe that. I think this. <laughs> I thought it, he was kind of pathetic as a superhero. He was swift. I could have been a better Green Arrow because I would have just bought a gun and just <laughs> shot him right in the fucking head. I don't know, but it is cool to think about like what an impressive skill it is to have. And like those Native Americans, you were reading all about the Native Americans. They were on the horses, like on sideways shooting them. Yeah, they got guns eventually though. Crazy Horse was a gun guy. Oh really? Big gun nuts, the Lakota Sioux. <laughs> <laughs> Protect my arms or whatever. Uh, no, I mean, once you were taking on the w- the gun, it was all over. In the beginning, Ben Franklin thought it would be advantageous when the f- colonists couldn't get any muskets to just use bow and arrows. 
because you could shoot four arrows to every one musket. Really? Blow. Yeah, those were very slow. But once you got the flintlock uh, rifle, it was all over. Right. It's sad. It's, it's sad that it doesn't make comeback. That's what they, the NRA should compromise. All right, take our guns, but we all get crossbows. I feel like that would be <laughs> fair, you know? And, you know, arrows, that sort of world of archery is something that people can get obsessive about. So it's not a bad replacement idea. No. You know, I think it would work. Right? Yeah, I might care less about guns than I do about trans athletes in high school sports. <laughs> it just is not an issue that moves the needle for Dude, me. I'm looking right now at the Wikipedia article for the Arrowverse. That's ba- and there's yeah. so... I'm going to read... Give me a second. I'll read off, like, all the shows. So we got Arrow... Yeah. We got from tw- Arrow in 2012, The Flash 2014, Supergirl 2015, Legends of Tomorrow 2016, Black Lightning 2018, Batwoman 2019, upcoming Superman and Lois, and possibly another spinoff based off the characters from these shows. And important to note, none of them canceled yet. Not one right. flop. That's interesting. And has there ever been a Tommy Westfall connection? Because that would be really oh, big time for them. They damn. need to sort of do because that. It's got to be. In the, it's got to be in there somewhere. Right. I mean, if you have all these connections, there's got to be a Tommy Westfall. I remember if Newhart was a villain on The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the connection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys want to do a little RP or Deepak Chopra? Something you like? Ooh, about this, this is going to be good. I can go first because I uh, I'm a big fan. <sighs> Uh, of action TV. I grew up watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Dude, there's no like nudity to even call out and say yeah. that was cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, a weak sauce. Incredible, incredibly well produced and shot action scenes that uh, blew my mind with how like intense they were. Very violent and cool. Uh, a lot of other stuff was not good, but love the action scenes. Um, my Deepak Chopra moment, I guess, would be. It gives me hope that I could be an actor in a show at some point. Okay. If you thought th- Stephen Armell was so bad, uh, not even that's so bad, but there's so many characters in these shows, and this show has spawned 37 <laughs> I, other shows. I actually shows. had a similar thought: was yeah. two people were walking in. It was a white guy in a black trench coat, and I actually thought, "Wow, acting is so not cool." Yeah. Like somewhere there's a guy who's like, "Dude, I'm an actor," and he's trying to hit on women at the bar. Yeah, it's and hilarious. Like, if he said this role, nobody would even know what it is, and he might have a bad credit score because he's not making enough money. So interesting. Not making Chopra. enough money? He, he might have <laughs> made ten grand. It might have taken him seven years to get this part. If you're on a like a successful TV show, I think you're doing pretty good, you're especially a show right. like this. Yeah. yeah, you never know. He might be a guest role. Day player. Right. But either way. The guy you're thinking about is the guy who plays the Flash. It, he's fine. It oh, does right. not. Then he's fine. Yeah. He's <laughs> got a forgettable look. It doesn't look cool, though. If you were telling a lady, oh, I'm, I'm a star actor, and then uh, they go and watch the show and you're playing dress up superhero, it's not hey, very cool. She'd be gone in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, my Deepak Chopra moment was the city skyline. It oh, kind of looked like okay. New York City, but there were these large white tents that I wanted to know more about Star City. Nice. So oh. I really liked it. Let's, let's do a role play. I'll be Hawkeye. Okay. <laughs> I'll be Flash. I'll be uh, Luke Cage. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Um, Sup, guys. Just ran a 5K. <laughs> well, that's you must have done that pretty quickly, huh? I did, but there was this guy who did it quicker. Really? Yeah. Who did it faster than you? You're the Flash. You're, the whole thing is that you're really fast. Fallon Fox has a brother <laughs> <laughs> named Foxman, and uh, he's really 
fast. He's swift like a fox. Yeah, he's taking fox hormones. Do you know if wow. he was born as a cisgender man? He was born as a woman. He bullshit. Uh, he transitioned bullshit to a man. Bullshit. In, um, 1998, <laughs> and one of the first people that he really related to as a trans man was Mark McGuire. So Mark got him into kind of an aggressive anabolic steroid routine. And you're just going to take that? Someone's knocking at the door to this 5K. Uh, hello? <laughs> Who's... Hi, it's me, Ricky Henderson. Do you always bring along a piece? Did you say a wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Flash? Yeah, Flash. <laughs> Sorry, Flash. I chop my tongue moves so fast. Sometimes I'm on different words. Yeah, it's Do me, Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson, yes. famous allelist. You yeah. like I don't know who you are, Ricky Anderson. Anderson. Oh, I have Ricky. The, uh, I'm a Hawkeye. I'm a Marvel superhero. Okay, I'm Ricky Anderson. I played for the Oakland Athletics in the '90s and had the most stolen bases yes. in MLB. Black excellence. Yeah. I don't really, know if you've met Ricky. And uh, oh, wow. I've been hearing you guys talking a little shit about Fox Matt. <laughs> the fastest <laughs> transgender athlete uh, you, in the town. I didn't say anything negative. I was just explaining the situation. I well, think it's crap that these transgender men are allowed to compete against cis men. Hawkeye, I'm a little concerned that you have these uh, these outdated views. Excuse, they're not outdated views. It's about human biology. You're a bigot, Hawkeye. I'm a bigot. Hawkeye, I bet you a woman could do better with the bone arrow than you. Oof, yeah, I fucking doubt it. How's your? You say women and men have different biology. Who's bigger, you or Lisa Leslie? She's a woman, <laughs> yeah. huh? Lisa, uh, who's Lisa Leslie? The six foot six uh, <laughs> WNBA superstar. Oh, I could take her with my. Who gave t- an interview to Gail King about Kobe Bryant recently? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. That's what we all can come down to. Yes. You know, we all agree on that. In fact, we should put aside our differences for an impromptu <laughs> Kobe funeral. I don't know. A eulogy? A, f- a prayer? You know what? I, gotta, I gotta run. Oh. Ricky, Ricky's out. Luke, what did you think about hanging? You didn't even say anything to that other brother. Yeah. <laughs> you could have warned her, brother. You know what, Hawkeye? I don't really appreciate you assuming that we're friends just because we're black. I sw- you guys don't know each other? I mean, Hawkeye. Okay, I feel like I have more in common with you being a superhero than I do with Ricky Henderson. Uh, well, he's an everyday superhero. But you're both, you got, you're black, you got muscles. I mean. Yeah, but I. It's like the same fucking I guy. actually needed to tell you guys something. Yeah. I was born Sandra Cage. Okay. A white woman. Excuse me? Yes. You're transracial <laughs> and transgender? One I'm going to put in the air. That's why I, would li- I petitioned the superhero Marvel Universe to change my name to Trans Squared. No. <laughs> you can't be transracial. It's impossible and it doesn't exist. But transhuman? But Flash, you've yes. traveled to m- hundreds of different dimensions and timelines. Yeah. You've never met a transracial anybody? No, it cannot exist, okay? All right. So what? what's next? You're going to walk in here and wear a powdered wig and say you feel like an English guy? <laughs> you bigot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about that's it? Yeah, that's, that'll be the end of that one, I think. A fitting role play for a fitting show. Yeah. Um, all right, what do you give it? I give this show a four, uh, a confusing mess that is elevated by its incredible action sequences. Okay. 1.7, one of the longest 42 minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a one. I didn't think we would be able to find a show worse than uh, Magic City, and somehow we did two <laughs> weeks later. Yeah, Green Arrow <laughs> travels through multiple realities, but in every reality, it's a completely boring show. <laughs> nice. Good night, Ori. Good night, Ori.